While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Hey, welcome. Hey, man. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. So, Friday was the last time we were here, and a lot of news came out about Friday's show. Yeah, a lot of news that carried over through the weekend, a lot of discussion. Um, I got to hear some of it uh, over the weekend when I was listening in and uh, during the day today. Uh, and that news was that uh, Ward 3 City Councilor Hugh Dunn had joined us on Friday. Um, because nobody else on the city had spoken about it in a in an official capacity. I know people might have said this is bad, right? right. Or, right. or someone's got to do something about this. Or I have a statement coming. <laughs> or Stand I will let you know. Machine, I will let you. I will let you know what I'm going to say. There's right. a, there's a lot of that. But Hugh Dunn <laughs> actually said we need to do something. Here's what we can do. Right. You know. Here's something that we've done before. That we can try to adapt to the current circumstances, which is try to meticulate. Uh, there's, I think there's at this juncture only six children in the uh, in the fifty migrants, right? I okay. think uh, I heard that, but I'm not sure. There's only there's fifty there's fifty of them. There's only a few that are school. Why they already been drafted by the Major League Baseball? So, um, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, they so he, so Hugh said let's matriculate they make a hell of a baseball let's player, let, let's let's um, matriculate these students into New Bedford Public Schools. We have the English learning language courses, yep. right? We did it when um, people were fleeing, and that's another thing we got to talk about. Uh, a few years ago, when there was that hurricane that devastated Puerto Rico, and we relocated uh, people from Puerto Rico here right. in New Bedford, Americans, yeah, American yes. citizens, yeah. Um, Although the, I remember the callers, a lot of they, the callers well, a lot of didn't people don't think, realize that. Yeah, which I, I I always wonder why. So um so uh the so anyway so because they're dumb that's why. so so anyway so matriculate them to the courses. We have English learning language courses. It's something that we've done before. Right. You know, uh, we recently just this past year uh, helped relocate. I think six Afghan families after the fallout from uh, Biden's withdrawal from right. the uh, from the Afghanistan war. So let's try to matricula matriculate these students into our public school system. We have the capacity to do it. If they if it's a matter of housing relocation, then we can um, set up a remote learning uh, mechanisms. Right. Again, something that the school has done before. Right. So and on top of that, as the as New Bedford school, public schools have done before. Try to get state funding for this. Yes. So let's use the resources that we have to try to help, you know, a, a small number of people who were put in a difficult situation is right. basically what he said. And there were some, I heard some takes over the weekend and I, um, and I read some of the stuff, uh, regrettably read some of the comments on, on Facebook, which I conditioned myself not to do, but I was, <laughs> I've conditioned myself not to do, but uh, I was very but every once in a while, every once in a while. Flame. Every once in a while, yeah, you gotta you gotta just jump in the pit. And uh, I was, you know, 
I was, you know, it was expected, right? It was a lot of it was expected. But you know what? To this day, to this very moment, Chris, Hugh Dunn is still the only elected official to say something on the record about this. Marcus. I did get a call from Mike Lawrence today from the mayor's office. He did tell me that the mayor had spoken with somebody from the Mass Emergency Management Association, but there was still nothing on what next steps are, if any. There was no real substance to it. Nothing newsworthy. Well, I, you know, I already knew it, and right. I already said it on air. Right, right. So, so Marcus, I think that, first of all, whether you agree with Hugh Dunn or not, um, as you pointed out, he's the only person to have discussed it, to have made a comment, to have offered an opinion on what... Five days later. Right. And five he's a days, city he, counselor. He, yeah, he made, he made the comment on Friday, you right? Know, a lot of people doing with a lot bigger jobs who are just not saying anything. Right. Tom Hodgson's the only other one. To, you know, but that's his brand. He should be talking about it. Um, he was on mm -hmm. with Ken Pittman over the weekend. But He was, yeah. I will tell you this. He's again, playing all the hits. If you disagree... He's playing all of them. If you disagree with, with, like with Hugh Dunn, let me, let me explain to you why I think you'll agree with him when I, when I put this in context for you. You are much better off in a crisis situation offering to do what you are capable of doing yes. than sitting back and having it foisted on you. Yeah. Okay? So some of the things Hugh Dunn said that he doesn't think we can do, and I agree with him, is support housing, right? Right. So therefore, don't ask, right? What we what can we do? We can set up remote learning for the kids in our school system. You house them on the house them on the Cape. We'll take care of the education piece here. That's our contribution. Yeah. In the long run, that's a much more conservative, small C conservative opinion, much more reasonable request from the budget of New Bedford. Okay. Mm -hmm. At a time when you can just easily people on, see people on the Cape going, they got housing projects in New Bedford, move them there. And by the way, folks, they've done it before. Right. Right. You can just easily say someone in, see someone in state government saying, well, New Bedford hasn't volunteered to do anything. Right. Let's send them up. Right. I mean, you can just easily see it. So for Hugh Dunn to step forward and say, look, here's what I know we can provide. We've done it before. It's a reasonable thing. It's, it will not bust our budget. It's not unreasonable. It is a proactive way yeah. to preserve the autonomy of the city of New Bedford. Yes. And I would say stay on brand with a humanitarian um Mission. Right, because I think it looks bad not saying anything. Because if you're not saying anything affirmative, but like that's a policy prescription, not man, I don't like this. I don't like it one bit, right? right. That's not a policy prescription. <laughs> that's just saying if you're an elected official, you have a, a position of authority. When you say stuff, it makes news, yes. right? So when you just or it doesn't or it doesn't right it can make news yes. if you say the stuff that everybody else says that has a keyboard right right then that's not news if you say hey listen i think through these through this programming that we've done in the past we could do this uh now pa th past experience says we can we can accomplish x y and z let's do it let's do it yeah right yeah i think so uh, i mean i think you know the 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 Puerto Rico thing is is interesting to bring up too because, uh, like the entire population of Puerto Rico is without power now. Yeah, they got. I just saw that Marcus. They got wiped out. They got wiped out. So there's going to be 
um, there's going to be uh, might be another relocation project with people from Puerto Rico. Americans much like, from Puerto Rico. Much like there was, much like there was when uh, Hurricane, I think it was Irma, right? Yeah, and uh, Louisiana uh, when we relocated, relocated people from Katrina up here. Right. Right. So um, the Walmart people. The Walmart people. They were hanging around in front of Walmart. So explain that so you don't... So I'll give you an example. <laughs> so you can Google it. One of the things that happened... Remember they had all Katrina money. They sent a whole bunch of people up here. They were living at the Cape. They had a lot of... They were flush with money, relocation money. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that Walmart is a lot different down south <laughs> than it is up here. They let you camp in the parking lot. A lot of things they do not let you do here, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like the town square. In a lot yeah. of ways. One of the things they ran into it in Wareham was people were getting drinks and hanging out in front of the Walmart, right? Yeah. And whereas they do that in Louisiana. Yeah. Louisiana doesn't have drinking laws like the way we do here in Massachusetts, right? They they really don't. If you've been to New Orleans, they, the liquor stores are open all night. They drink outside. It's totally different environment. So no surprise when people from Louisiana come up here. They see a familiar place. They go, yeah, we'll go over there. We'll have a gin and juice in front of the Walmart. Like they can do legally in New Orleans. Wareham flipped out, right? Right. They called the, Someone called the Boston Herald. They were down there taking pictures. I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a big cultural shock. Uh, and Marcus, just, just want to point out one more thing. I do get the difference between um, the Venezuelans who are here seeking um, refugee status, but not yet granted refugee status, yeah. and our fellow Americans from Puerto Rico. Yeah. There is a difference. But when it comes to language, there's really not. No. It's a very different dialect, but not entirely. Yeah. And, and the city of New Bedford, I think, is much better off, as Hugh Dunn volunteered, to say, here's a couple of things we know we can do, as opposed to just sitting back and being quiet and having the feds or the state government Come in and say, this is what you're going to do. 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. You're live. Yeah, good evening, gentlemen. Hey. When you said uh, Walmart, for a second I thought you were going to talk about, uh, was it Peter Stroke, who, who said he could he could smell the Trump supporters <laughs> at Walmart? Yes. I, 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 <laughs> is that the FBI agent that was, that was FBI, doing all the... Yeah. All yeah, the stuff. No, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, they, they. But anyway, um, did you, um, uh, Chris? Did you say one of the? And I caught a little bit of Fridays. I couldn't hear the whole show. I'm sorry because I, it was pretty lively what I did here, but I didn't catch the whole thing. You, we kind of paraphrased uh, the, the councilman today, uh, just now. Uh, was one of the, his proposals uh, English as a second language, remote learning? Yes, because we, we have the so, the... so the New Bedford Public Schools have a robust English as a Second Language program. Sure. And it's sure. well-funded, and, and you could, they could do it remotely. Even more well-funded with the Student, Oppor- uh, the, uh, Student Opportunity Act, because we're going to get the $7 million, uh, uh, for seven years, $25 million in right. New Bedford. Of state funding. Oh, yeah, the money keeps coming in, yeah. So the fact of the matter is, is that that's something New Bedford could easily do um, sure. without, without burdening really the system or um because housing's out of the question from what i understand from what okay, you said so so, yeah. so uh, you uh, you you clarified that that, uh, that you did say that so right. i and i'm just thinking about it as you said it it's like and you know that's a that's a nice gesture you yeah. know swinging the alphabet from new bedford right <laughs> but but the thing is if it's remote learning i mean and and new bedford is definitely adept at um, teaching english as a second language to many different dialects right 
And, and so they definitely have the expertise, and, 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 and that's a fair thing. But also, if it's for mobile learning, I mean, is New Bedford, and maybe New Bedford is one of the best places in the country to provide that kind of um, uh, education. But, I, but there's probably others. And if it's remote, you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's an interesting idea. You know, so be it. I, I'm not sure I'm going to give uh, the councils too much credit for that. I think that. Um, well, you know, the, the thing is, back in 2017, I think Hugh was also very vocal about um, accepting uh, people seeking shelter from Puerto Rico as well. So he's got a he's got a track record of and and basically making the same proposals, and that ended up happening. Um, and there was and it, it was pre COVID, and it wasn't without political pressure that that happened. Right. I think from Hugh and the city council that that happened. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that other like nearby, like if we're, and if we're talking about like what's nearby Otis that is able to offer that. Maybe Barnstable. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe Barnstable High, uh, Barnst- the Barnstable Public School System. Um, although I don't. Oh, as maybe as a, maybe as a uh, as a physical location, but the, uh, the 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 remote stuff. I think you know it could be produced probably anywhere in the country. Well, I I don't disagree with you there. I think that everywhere else in the country, again, my 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 opinion on this is that as you look at the situation, and you say. What can we do without taking on the housing piece? Because the housing piece is not and, something that New Bedford can do right now. And, uh, yeah, and, no, and at, least, at least he's thinking, what can we right. do? I mean, and I appreciate, I and, absolutely appreciate that. And he's also telling the public. Which and it would a, probably be amazing. easier. It'd probably be easier to set up uh, if it's. I think if it's closer, and yeah. maybe at some point you could even with the remote learning piece. Uh, make a transition now. The, the students are already sort of matriculated into the New Bedford public school system. If that were to become available at some point. I, you know, I did talk to Helena Hughes from the uh, Immigrants Assistance Center, who does a lot of great work naturalizing. Uh, they've naturalized thousands of people. Um, and she said the same thing. The housing housing uh, is, is overburdened in, yeah. uh, in New Bedford and everywhere. And so I, I, wouldn't, couldn't, yeah. couldn't, I mean, could uh, the state or the feds or whoever is most concerned about it, um, couldn't they, uh, well, I mean, I mean, couldn't couldn't they make a you know make a deal on some of the um, uh, not just the venue but the the whole of the Cape is uh, a rental economy with a winter rental uh, um, occupancy is way yeah. way down. I'm guessing they're on the price. You put out a price, we're willing to pay this. I'm guessing there's going to be a few property owners who will take up the deal. I I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I do think that time is the issue, right? Is that people always, you know, we have plenty of money. They say, well, you have money. why don't we just build more housing? But that takes a lot of time to put put up a building, you know? And, um, no, no, I mean using, use the existing uh, temporary well, housing yeah. it's an, uh, by, by giving vouchers uh, for uh, private. Uh, there's actually rental. a lot of vacant just like, like, like sex homes. Without so much paperwork. There's like a lot of vacant homes, but housing is an issue. Like not a lot of available housing. That, right. is, that is the that is the paradox, and yeah, that that, that could be well, that an affects, issue. That affects citizens and non-citizens alike. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, I mean, but, but what happens is, <clears throat> I think that the competition for resource, particularly in housing, is going on right now. As you just pointed out, citizens and non-citizens, right? Um, and I don't think we want to exasperate it with even fifty more families. Um, because from everything I've talked to, and I'm talking about people who have, who are, I would say, favorable to the illegal alien community, are saying we can't do it. Yeah. In the New Bedford area. By know? the way, are so are they still we, are they still here we, legally? Where, if where, they're, in the, where in the country can we do it? Um, 
you know, I think Boston would probably be better suited for, and they, that's where they thought they were going. They have a big crisis for housing in Boston yeah. too. Yeah, it's a problem everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean, where I mean, it's I, I think the argument holds pretty much everywhere in the country. Yeah, I don't think we're unique. No, I agree with you. We're no more unique than the vineyard with our. The thing is, is we have we do have. I mean, one of the things that that one of the more I guess progressive ways of trying to solve homelessness is there are a lot of vacant. There is vacancy. There are vacant homes. There are vacant hotel rooms. You want to? There are vacant no, hotels. There's a lot of vacant buildings across the country. There's a lot of vacant. The there's a lot of vacant uh, buildings. Where, there's just yeah, not a lot of rent, available yeah, where, housing. Where the, where, where, yeah, we, right. a lot of a lot of real estate landlords have lost tenants and are sitting on vacant buildings. Some of them suitable for housing. Some of them not. Yeah. Uh, they they might not be in an economic, well, economically uh, you know uh, vibrant community just for that reason, but. It's a it's a place you could do housing. One of the answers New York was coming up with, uh, New York City was um, uh, getting the illegal aliens who've been over overwhelming the city in, into a hotel. Um, they've since reversed on that. They were originally going to have um, a lot of these migrants who would come up to New York in a similar way. They come to Massachusetts. That's the solution that they're 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 trying to. I believe they're doing that in in some places in California is buying out just legit buying hotels. Right, that buying that, hotel buildings. New York just walked away. From that plan, that may not be the only only plan they had. They had one well, plan. If, if uh, you think about hotel, uh, you know, of uh, room, you know, nightly room prices, right? Um, that's one of the more expensive solutions. I know, they're probably not talking about Manhattan. I no, they were. they were. They were. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, I mean, Manhattan or um, Paducah. No, no, they were know? talking about Manhattan. The the mayor. There's, of, there's of a New big York industry, and in, uh, you know where the where the rivers meet down there. <laughs> we get a lot of parts. <laughs> I mean, there's there's other places that make more sense than downtown. Uh, yeah, the, the midtown most expensive right. hotels there. <laughs> but anyway, sure. listen, right. gentlemen, I, I appreciate you letting me get on. It's it's a complicated. Uh, a very complicated but issue, it, and and I appreciate the councilman at least thinking you know out loud and, and on the record. We gotta take a break. We'll be right back. If you're on hold, stick around. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We will be right back. That's the night five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. You're live. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. All right, give us a call back at 508-996-0500. Yeah, if, if you were just on or if you want to call in, 508-996-0500, we're still here. We're going to try to pump through as many calls as we can today. Uh, we booked it that way specifically because uh, we knew there was some pen yeah, there's, there's a lot discussion. Of, we heard a lot of discussion on it today. We know you've got a lot to say on that, too. So, um, yeah, so Hugh's, the, Hugh Dunn is the only one that's still... Now, five days later, said something, like anything at all that is like, right. let's do something. And to me, I, I mean, I think that's like a real demonstration of leadership, right? If you're going to just... Whether like, you agree why, with them or not, at least you know what the guy's thinking. It's not like, why hide? Right. People people are waiting for you to respond to stuff. Why, why would you run for office if you're not going to speak out on the major... Listen, guys. This knocked the dead queen off the television. I get it and got I, Trump's Mar-a-Lago moved to the second page at MSNBC. I, and I get and I get like certain issues that you want to avoid, but you can't avoid something that's happening thirty miles right. uh, thirty miles east of us, right? right? And you got to know that they're looking at the city. There's of New a direct Bedford. line of transport between Martha's Vineyard and New Bedford. Most people get there from here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you, Marcus, you, <laughs> you people get there from here at Woods Hole. You've like, been you following it. You can't run from it. You've been following the discussion on Twitter like I have. Most people have been saying, hey, look, they're not going to be on the vineyard. They're going to end up in New Bedford. They're going to end up in Fall River, a place yep. like that, right? So the idea that people are trying to hide from the issue or they don't want to comment. I mean, really, I thought Dunn was smart. He First of all, it's on brand for him. Yeah. It was. didn't surprise me that was his opinion, whether right. I agreed it or not. Yeah. But he said, "Look, what can we do? Here's what I think we can do: we can provide some He's, remote educational you know, services." He he was a he he was for a time uh, an immigration attorney too. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's on it's on brand. He know. So the idea that you have people out there who are like running from the issue. Yeah. They don't. What are you afraid? You're going to say what the wrong? What's the wrong thing? How is your opinion the wrong thing when you were elected to have an opinion? We got some calls here. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. You're live. And first time calling you um, on this issue of the housing. Wh- why why do we keep getting ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper in problems? Why don't we just say no? And why don't we just all, whether you're a Republican, Independent, Republican, why aren't we all putting our assets into sending the message to Washington and said, look, the problem starts right there. Let's shut it off. No more. We can't take any more. We can't take any more. Well, the house. thing is, is the art. The I mean, housing is an issue, but we do have like we do have a, a, a slack labor market. We actually do rec- require and mi- rely on migrant migrant labor to keep the economy going. If we lost all of our migrant labor, or if we took none in, it would have an adverse effect. Uh, I mean, specifically on our agricultural agricultural industry. So it's not it's not like that. Our country is full thing. It isn't really doesn't isn't really borne out in the statistics. But but caller, I, I think to your point about the if you if you listen closely, that's what you're hearing. They yes. are saying no, right? I mean, if you listen closely, you're not hearing anybody in New Bedford say we can take these people in. That the housing is 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 already a crisis for the people that are here, legal and illegal. I think what you're hearing is that is that the elected officials are saying no. Well, uh, yes, it is a crisis. You talk about the Puerto Rico uh, uh, case. Uh, right after we took those people in, the mayor comes out and says, "Oh my gosh, uh, now our school's overburdened. We got to hire." More that's not teachers. because of the, that's not that wasn't just because of them. That wasn't well, just. I, I, no, I'm not saying it is, but we are already overburdened with uh, in the school system, and then now. To increase the problem, we take more in and say, oh, yeah, we'll just take a few more in. Well, we keep saying this. We're going to take more in. We're going to take more in. And we're not shutting the tap off, and that's what we should be doing to stop the problem. You know, that was five years ago that the mayor did say that because that's when that issue was was about four or five years ago, Hurricane Irma. But what um, um, but but uh, now I think recently the last time he talked about the school budget and the resources, he had actually talked about how much better off they are with the resource with the added resources of like the Student Opportunity Act and all of that. So I don't know if they're overburdened and, anymore. And also, caller, I believe that- teachers. Didn't we just here the other day were short teachers? Oh, we are short teachers, no doubt about that. Oh, we're definitely short teachers. But but I I don't think I think there's a state law, quite frankly, that says if they land here, we've got to educate them. Yeah. I believe if you go to the schools, well, you've got to educate that, them. That's where it starts. If they land here, right? If they're landing on our southern border. That's right. where it starts. It's that's it's it's kind of hard to say. It's it's just kind of difficult for us to say as people who are 
Um, you know, and I don't know if oh, you're, they do, they I do obviously. And I don't know if you're an indigenous person, sir, but um, you know, people who are obviously here as descendants from immigrants, and you know, this country was built yeah, built by immigrants to say, oh, no more immigrants. You especially can't solve a again problem. when they're coming from Venezuela. You know what we did in Venezuela? We just picked a random guy, a member of parliament, and said, hey, this guy's president, by the way. You know, so we, you know, we've meddling in the affairs of all these countries. Basically throwing them into disarray. Now they're coming yeah, up but, here. But Marcus, that's just a distraction it's, from the problem. It's not a distraction from the problem. It's literally part of the problem. No, no. But you can't solve the immigration problem by discussing what happened 20, 30, even a year ago from the foreign affairs. Yes, you can. Well, I mean, isn't it a direct result of our foreign to, policy that this, never, a lot of these migrants are coming? But you're never... No, I don't believe it is. But you're okay. never going to get... To the actual on the ground solution, if you if you obscure the issue with it's not obscuring, it's part of the problem. But you can't go back in time and fix the Reagan policy errors. You can't. no 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 no. I'm not talking about time traveling. I'm just trying to say let's help some of the people that we maybe screwed over, right? But you're not going to help the people if you allow everyone who just wants to come through the border illegally to come through. Do we know that these these uh, these migrants are even here illegally? If they're denied refugee status, then they will be here illegally. But they, if they have a court date, then they're not they're not yet denied. They're not yet denied. Well, Marcus, what's the percentage of people actually are granted? It's fairly low. No, no it's like ten percent. I thought it was more like twenty. Okay, You'll, I'll give you a ten percent, but it's ninety percent are rejected. So okay. the ten percent get it. So, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you this? When and where do we shut this off? Are we just so your opinion is just open it up and what? I mean, we we had we had over two we 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 have we've had under President Biden and this whole this the borders open thing is a, is a, is as a total misnomer. We've had um we've had over we've had two million border apprehensions this year, which is a record. So I mean, it, there's two million border apprehensions. Everybody's saying, oh, the, everything's open. You know, it 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 doesn't actually it's not true. How do you know that, Marcus? Marcus, that's crazy. You don't really believe that. How do you know that the border's open? Marcus, have you ever watched them pour over the border? Anecdotal. 508 How is a videotape anecdotal? When you're watching... How is a videotape anecdotal? What do you mean, how is a videotape anecdotal? Are you seriously asking that? When you're watching... you know what anecdotal means? Sir, thank you for the call. The lines are full. Please, Marcus. Please. You're, Marcus, you have no idea what you're talking about. But listen, folks, if you vote Democrat, this is what you're going to get. 508 Vote Democrat, this is what you're going to get in November. I, no, watch a video. Hey, listen, wait, make sure you well, vote for Haru, the sheriff. This is what watch, this is watch a video, guys. You watch a video, you're going to know Marcus, everything. What, what expertise do you have <laughs> we on? Gotta, the sheriff has been to the board good, to tell us. Good, good evening, you're Hello, live. How are you? Hey, what's up? Um, I got to say, uh, I, I think... Uh, Mr. Dunn there, he's onto something here as long as it's done remotely and it yes. has no impact to our children that are currently in the schools. But on the other side of that, everybody's screaming there's no teachers. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to swing that. It does, does well, I'll tell you one thing. I think you make a good point about as long as they're separated. Because I'll tell you something. As a soldier, I was looking at the picture of this soldier who was watching those the, the illegal aliens down at, at Camp Edwards. He was armed. He was carrying a firearm. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Since, since Kent State, they do not arm National Guardsmen, except in very specific yeah. cases. The fact that that guy was carrying, a, and it's always loaded, a loaded pistol for those illegal aliens from Venezuela tells you there's something Oops. more to the picture than what we're being told. Well, I think you have to protect the weak liberals on much of the <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. There. But uh, what else I will say is there's a lot of housing in Nicaragua, so we could send people back there. I wonder why. Because, because wherever you yeah. put um, 
illegal aliens in Massachusetts. I don't care if you put them anywhere in the state. It trickles down back to Massachusetts, and it, it cranks up the rent a little bit in, in New Bedford, and it reduces the number of available places to live. Because if they go to Boston, Boston, they push them out to Brockton. Brockton, they push them further down. And where do they all end up? They end up in, in New Bedford and Fall River. So we, there's nothing we can do besides building new houses or, like you both said, seizing hotels and maybe putting them there. But that's long-term. This shouldn't be long-term. This should be quickly. Let's, let's, let's deputize 50 judges. And we'll send them down to Otis. We'll try, uh, take, do your little trial there. We'll throw out the 90%. Then we got to deal with 10% instead of the full 50%. That's what we should be looking at. But I, I'm not hearing hearing a lot of the politicians willing to come up with any answers because it's election time, and none of them are going to. The so. only one I've heard so far to say anything is Bill Keating, our, our representative, who did say, guys, I think now is the time that we can come together on, on this to fix the immigration laws, and he believes they can get a bipartisan deal. Um, I, I think we'll have to thank Ron DeSantis for putting that. that. Uh, Yep, I, I agree with you. you yeah. say that, hear that. They're not going to get a bipartisan deal. I, I remember when they were going to get a bipartisan deal under Obama, too. They had the Gang of Eight, this whole thing. They paraded them out. They did nothing. They're not going to do it. Tell me they're not going to do it. I um, think thanks to Ron DeSantis, they may do it. It's a terrible time to do it anyway because we're, we're in inflation. People are looking in their checking accounts that are rapidly declining, saying, I don't want to put more people on the boat sucking tax dollars. No, I, I saw Biden last night. Inflation's over. Didn't you see the president last COVID's night? COVID's over, too. Yeah. He said COVID's <laughs> over today. COVID and the inflation yeah. is over. Liberal math. You gotta love it. All right, fellas. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Got more calls. 508-996-0500. By the way, I accidentally dropped a call, so you can call back if that was you. 508-996. <laughs> Might have been better for me. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. You guys are mash, right? We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you remember in one of the wars, how many theaters did we fight in? We fought in Europe. We also fought in the Pacific Theater, correct? And we fought in Africa? Yes. Okay, so that is who we are. Right. And I don't understand if we were able to do that collectively as a country, why can't we work together to solve this problem here in the United States of America? We're smarter, we're bigger, we're stronger, we're faster. Apparently not. Should be we should be able to solve this problem. But let me let me just tell you a little bit about Puerto Rico. And so uh, go to the private sector. I mean, I don't care if you want to go to Cuba with the mob, with the casinos, but we, different things happen in different areas. So Puerto Rico, uh, Boston Mutual. Meyer Lansky lives in Cuba, right? I'm what? sorry? Meyer Lansky lives in Cuba. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, look at, look at a recent... Um, in Puerto Rico, Boston Mutual, we have an endorsement uh, um, to have the Teachers Association. So, you know, we're able, look what the private sector is able to do. And it, it's kind of crazy how the government can't take lessons from the private sector. It, it's, it's expand and contract. I don't think we should be broad brushing the whole country uh, in, in terms of where we can do our resources, just, just like we fought um, well, Chris, you would know better. It was World War II, right? In, in right. the many theaters. We should be able to, and, and it's the same thing with, with, with the green uh, policies that they have. It's not always going to work in one area. It's not going to, you know, I, I don't understand how they're going to, in Texas, how, how we're going to have the grid in Texas um, get us through a winter. 
I, I think we have to stop. Well, you got you got to nationalize that grid. It's privatized. They don't do any of the safety procedures that they're supposed to do. So if you nationalize the we grid, nationalize they would probably it, do that, like Venezuela did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should nationalize. Well, I mean, every other. I mean, they're the only fully privatized grid in the whole country, and they're the only ones that have this problem because they don't do any of the regulations they're supposed to do. In fact, that's by design because they're withholding power because they make more money because of supply and demand. So they yeah, do, they should. They do. They do do that. But, but yeah, guys, exactly. You, so they should. You two guys would agree. That, that if we were able to fight the fight that we fought on the many theaters that we were able to do that, logistically, for God's sake, we're in Europe, we're in, 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 in the Pacific, okay. we should be able to solve this as a country. We should be able to put our differences aside, and we should be able to solve this country. And I don't understand why... Why we're not, you know, and, and, and we're broad brushing it. I don't know. But, what the Barry, I'm going to hold it. you there because I got to take this call and I got to break. But I, 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 I see your point. I agree. You always, you always, you always hold me, Marcus. <laughs> I got I to. I, I got a lot of calls coming it, in. It ought to be, it ought to be easier to solve. 996-0500. I agree. Good evening. I'll tell you the solution in a second. But first, you know, this <laughs> unwavering support for DeSantis, I think people ought to hold the Powder until the civil and criminal investigations are complete. What are they going to oh, do? We're going to we're going to arrest we're, the We were going to talk about that. I'm right. glad. Gonna I'm arrest glad. Tom? Come on. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. Whether, whether they arrest him is one thing. Whether he They're gets charged is another. But and, you know, Tom, it's, that's a weight. That's a political charged, stunt you, you, of, you, you, of a caliber DeSantis would pull. Well, the, <laughs> 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 all right. Let, let's talk about Texas. Texas football. Every weekend, you know, throughout the NFL, we're able to sit. Over a million people in stadiums throughout our country in an orderly way. There's no reason why they can't set up lines down there where immigrants know that they will not receive any asylum unless they come through those lines. Everybody else gets deported. It's in federal. It's in federal. It's it's enshrined in federal law. It doesn't matter if you come through a port of entry if you're well, seeking asylum or refugee. Sent. Yeah. Well, that's well. Isn't that the whole I, I mean, I think that's what Keating's point is: is that there are things that they can they can agree to change. Yeah. But they've got to agree to change the things. They've got to agree that's to right. even get sit down to agree to change things, right? That, that, that's right. I mean, and, and, and there, there is a solution if people would just not be so partisan about this whole thing. You know, and we all know this is brought up because it's an election year. And uh, you, you, the whole premise of the whole thing is, is to stir up the, the base again. And that's what they're doing. And that's the way I look at it. And it's unfortunate that he did what he did. But if he violated the law, he should be held accountable. He may not be put in jail, but he might be. You know? right. Hey, yeah. Tom, I, I got to hold you there. You can call back later, but I got to take this break. I appreciate right. it. We'll be Thank right you. back. Thanks. Download the... Don- so, Marcus, if people want to give us a call, they, we, they, they can at 508. Phone lines have been blowing up. 996-0500. We have some open lines right now. We have some open lines for a couple minutes. We've got to take a break. We'll be here for the rest of the show. We, we wanted open phone line. We wanted an open show to give you guys an opportunity to call in and talk about this issue, and you really have. So, um, 508-996-0500. We're also taking messages on the app chat, which I constantly um, neglect to look at. And I'm actually going to look at now. So, um those are always fun. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Things that people don't want to say in their own voice, they'll get you to say in your voice, Marcus. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. They can, pull the, they can pull the podcast and isolate your voice saying it later. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. See, that's the only way I think of things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Everybody's um, out to get you. Marcus, we have, um, you know... Um, one of our one of our really good callers, Tom Kennedy, brought up the fact that 
there are some people looking or, or bragging they're going to try to prosecute Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis. I would I would caution people on that because look, that is just as much a political stunt. It's no answer to the immigration what do you, policy. <laughs> they're not going to prosecute. Let's the say governor. you return. You re, let's say you return an indictment in in um in Barnstable in, District Court in Barnstable District Court for human trafficking <laughs> for. Governor Ron DeSantis in Tallahassee, Florida, right? Um, what do you do then? You're going to send some of our troopers down? Are, you, are, are they going to invade the panhandle? Right. right? Are they going to come up? Like, Are you going to get like an amphibious force? Like, you Are you going to send the fugitive extradition team does, down to get them? Does Matt... Does, <laughs> Right. Does the Mass State Police have frogmen? Are they going to come up like over right. up into the Panhandle and, right. and invade the Capitol? And by the way, how does that solve our immigration? <laughs> That's like policy? the people, right? Right. That's like the people that wanted to the Trump people that wanted to kidnap uh, Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. It's, Those are FBI agents, Marcus. They weren't Trump people. Oh, were they? Didn't you see that? What's come out now? Oh no, that was an FBI mission. <laughs> they were a bunch of dopes who supported I'm not, Trump. I'm who, not. Who were inf- who were infiltrated by. Color me An age of provocateur. Color me shocked. 508-996-0500. Let's take one more break. Why should you download the... Um, we're going to continue this conversation in the second hour because we know how much interest you all have you know, just based by the call, the calls that have come in. Um, what, Chris, what do you want to cover in this next hour? Well, Marcus, the um, I think we should go over more about the fact that um, people in this area keep trying to keep their powder dry or keep their head down, right? Only, yeah. only one city award counselor. Ward Counselor right? spoke out. Um, we know that, um, so I'll give you an example. I reached out to, to Jesse Brown, the Republican nominee for Congress. Mm-hmm. You reached out to him as well. I did. They said, no, we can't make it Monday night. What the, What is the guy doing on a Monday night for three hours? He can't find- Not running for Congress. Right? He can't find 20 minutes in three hours yeah. to talk to you people. I just want you to know that. Well, it's just a line of, it's just, a, I mean, that speaks also to the, 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 the type of candidates Mass GOP is putting out this year. And then he tells us, I got some other days I can make it, as if that's an option. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, no. Right, no, so you get invited to our dinner party on the night we're having the dinner party, yeah. right? And again, folks, we have a three-hour show, as you know. You can't, I mean, you can't call for 10 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes. What are you doing yeah. that you don't want to talk to the people of the greater New Bedford area and the Cape and Islands about the, the biggest you- national story? Which, by the way, I think that Jesse Brown could spin it favorably to his own candidacy. Mm-hmm. 